What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right, my friends, what's going on? It's Masters Week, one of the best weeks of the year. Coming off the NCAA Hoops Championship last night, which was a doozy. Let's welcome in our guy. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. Let's welcome in Bolt. A doozy. Uh, let's start that off with a spray down, clean it up. Yeah, pretty big lead at halftime, huh? Oh, is that a 409? Um, 16-point deficit, largest comeback ever in the championship game. Yep, and it was erased rather quickly, you know, like 10 minutes. You think they'd kind of, you know, t- hold on to it a little longer than that? They just kept chipping away pretty quick. And when North Carolina, like the other team's not scoring, like it's one thing, like if Kansas scored six in a row and then Carolina scored like four, you know, it's showing, no, we're still in this ball game. But when they're not scoring at all, you're like, here we go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I can't only imagine how those players must feel. It must be a terrible feeling. Caleb Love. Holy cow, buddy. Remember I shot you the stats last night. Four for 25 from the field. Yeah, and just some ill-advised deep three balls at the end. And uh, he kind of tweaked his ankle when he kind of grimaced there. And he's like, he was going to come out and he said, keep me in. Oh, right. And then just... You know, you could tell the rhythm, you know, and you can't really plant how you want. His rhythm was off, and the shots didn't look very good. One for eight from three ball land. And as a team, wow, these guys tore it up. It was 32% from two ball, 22% from three ball. And as usual, like we mentioned, they were legit from the free throw line, 18 for 22. Mm-hmm. Only person, and he shot 50%. From the field, Brady Manick was the only one that like was consistently shooting. They needed to get him the ball more. Yeah. Yep. I mean they were trying to dump it down, but they just weren't converting much down low. And then you know, Baycott did okay for a big guy from the free throw line, but then he tweaked his ankle. Right. And those two being dinged up and they're not very deep. See you later. Thanks for playing. And now we're off to the Masters week. Let's do it. And so is Jim Nance. What's Jim saying? Welcome. What's he say? <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> Hello, friends. Jim goes, I'm just going straight to Augusta. Let's keep her rocking. <laughs> no, Jim is home loads. Yes, but he, <laughs> he's the best in the biz. So, uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess he is. NFL, I mean, the guy's great. I think he. I think if you asked him to rank, you know, the ones he enjoys doing the most, this has got to be up there. Yep. He's got the golf background. Do you know who his college roommate was? Freddie Couples at Houston. Yep. So, I mean, he was a golfer himself. So, yeah, I'm sure golf's one of his early loves. Was he on the golf team with Fred? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, so he's a good golfer. Yeah, man, he used to be. That was like, uh, remember when I went to the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and I told you, who was that writer for Sports Illustrated? He was like their biggest name writer forever. Oh, Riley. Yes, Riley. What was his first name? Anyway... When I saw him at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, I mean, he looked like a pro. That's how good his swing looked. Yeah, that guy was good. Yeah. Uh, Riley's his last name. I can't think of his first name right now. Right. I don't even know if he still works for Sports Illustrated. Well, people don't write those columns like the same like they used to. So, yeah, he probably freelanced and doing something. But I remember seeing him. He was a good golfer. Mm Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I guess you had some 
Some breaking news. Yep, some breaking news here. Yep, on the way here to meet you, they, you know, Tiger played nine again this morning, and he's saying he's feeling good enough to give it a go. Yeah, um, you know, about a week ago or, you know, six days ago, you could actually bet if he was going to play or not. And, um, you know, you had mentioned that there's some guy that keeps track of, like, private jets that roll around. <laughs> and that someone noticed that Tiger's jet was cruising into Augusta. Yeah. You know, there's those little Twitter accounts that someone's tracking it, leaving South Florida, going to Augusta. And it's on ESPN before you know it, too, that he's playing with JT and his, his son. Right. And you would think, like... Okay, I, I should have bet that. That's just stupid. He's not going to just show up and not play. Right, it's not like it's a father-son round just for, <clears throat> for farts and giggles the week before. <laughs> that was stupid. I should have jumped on that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did you see the highlights of what he's been looking like the last couple of days? No, I didn't see any highlights. I just read that Fred Couples said that he looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, Fred had some quotes. He's like, you know, we're we're really good friends. He's like, I never pry. You know, why would I? That's kind of friends we are. But um, he hit me up and was like, you know, I'm going to play the practice round. He's like, can you play with me? Whatever yesterday was, you know, Monday. So they got out and Fred's like, he looked pretty solid. Um, he's got a little hitch to the giddy up. Like the, the left side or something looks like it's a little tender. But apparently he feels okay walking around, and, and he says he's recovering well at night, so he's going to try it out. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anything with the swing. It was just more, can you take you know the the days of walking the course? Yeah, because Augusta is one of the hillier courses that that they play throughout the year. And that thing he played with his son in um, December, the PNC father thing, he could take the cart. Right. Yeah, this is a whole different ball game. So. Should we get into the betting with Tiger here? Because there's some interesting numbers. Um, sure. I, the one other thing they were making a big stink about, which was uh, he's wearing FootJoy sneakers instead of Nikes. Oh. And Nike was like, we, you know, we've seen it. We um, we're trying to address Tiger's needs the best that we can. So obviously, he feels like the FootJoy shoes feel a little better for the walk. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the first two days. He wore a black pair of foot joys and then a white pair of foot joys. Whoa! That's a small slap in the face right there. Coming from a sneaker company? Just going, your shoes aren't cutting it, Nike. I need another pair here. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's not good. It's interesting. They made a big deal about it day one, and then, you know, I think it's kind of hushed since. But we'll see We'll see what he plays in. I assume he's going to play in the foot joys. Dude, ty- uh, Nike got on the horn to ESPN and goes, guys, let's stop covering this story. <laughs> They're like, no chance. <laughs> so anyway, um, the num- the numbers on Tyke are pretty interesting here. So, <clears throat> you know, one of the things they do is they'll say, hey, what place is Sergio going to take? And they'll say, you know, minus 110 <clears throat> below it. So, like, let's say, you know, Sergio... Um, well, I'll just use Tiger as an example. So they believe, because you can bet minus 110 either way, is Tiger going to finish better than, are you ready than this? I'll let you just take a guess at the number. What number do you think that the sports world, the betting world put Big Tiger better or worse than this numbered position? Top 15. Whoa. Way, way off. Top 50. Close. Is he going to get better than 55 55th place, hmm. minus 110. So the betting world is saying they don't think Teague's going to do really any better than 55th. Do you agree? Um, I don't expect a whole lot from him. 
you know, it's over 12 months of a, of a competitive round here. And the guy's obviously the best of all time, I think. And, and it's just not to have a PGA tour event under the belt in that long. I, you know, I know he knows Augusta like the back of his hand, but I think he'll do okay if, if, the, if the weather's okay. But I, a birdie fest probably isn't in his best interest. Something like, you know, if they're just kind of hovering around like the minus eight, I could see him kind of grinding and, and maybe top 15 this thing, but. I don't think he contends. Well, I definitely don't think he contends. Um, I mean, that 55th place tells it all. But he hasn't played competitive golf in 17 months, actually. And, um, I mean, he almost lost his leg. This is incredible. But um, the one thing that holds me to it a little bit is Tiger doesn't like to embarrass himself on the golf course. You know? So, like... Him showing up has got to tell you a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure he's been feeling good. He plays at that course called the Medalist, where they, a lot of them play down in, in Jupiter. So I'm sure he's been firing away down there. And the game's looking good. Um, I think his last round was November of 21, and it was the Masters because it got bumped for COVID. And he didn't do great uh, that time. You know, he won it in the year before that. Or he won 2019, I believe. 2019. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, it's been a while since he's he's been really in the mix. You know, he was starting to play better around that time, but it's been inconsistent, you know, since he's been back. And we're coming off the two broken legs. You know, for him to, to make the cut, that's not his goal, but that would be successful. All right, well, aside from Tiger, who else is standing out to you? Or, or what bets do you like that some of the golfers are showing here this week? Coming out strong here with the best bet. Uh... Well, I like Justin Rose, minus 125 versus Sergio this week. Um, You love Jay Rose at the Masters. (laughs) And just to clarify for people out there, you know, in case there's some confusion on how the betting works, it's a lot like baseball where, you know, it's just head-to-head, who's going to win this, but you have to pay more money, you know, um, for the players that they think have more of an advantage. So place 125 to win 100. Jay Rose versus Sergio. This is day one, just Thursday? Nope, this is the whole tournament. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, these are, these will all be the whole tournament for now. Um, Jay Rose came, you know, as we know, he comes out smoking in the Masters. And last year was no different. He shot a seven under first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was off and running. And then uh, I believe the second day he shot uh, even par, and then he shot plus two over the weekend, ended up in a tie for seventh. But he's going against Big Sergio. (laughs) And as we know, Big Sergio won three years ago, and ever since then, he has not made the cut. Jeez. Yeah, three years in a row, not making the cut. So he's, he's fat and happy. He's got the W at the mast. I'll take Jay Rose. Yep. Serge has the American wife. They live in like Austin and stuff now. But Jay Rose is always the the day one and two guy, like the top five. Right. Along with like a Paul Casey. Oh, no, no, no. How about this guy? Charlie Hoff. He comes out smoking too. Mm -hmm. Charlie Hoffman. Jay Rose has just been a little off like at other tour stops like for the last year or two. You, You haven't really seen him up there a whole lot. Oh, no, 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 no. His world golf ranking is like, I think it's hovering around the hundo. Mm-hmm. Like he is no, he's not been playing well. Um, you know, I was thinking about Sergio coming over here, and you know they always talk about how his putting lacks compared to the rest of his game. And uh, 
you know, that's what's so cool about golf is there's so many different facets and it's tough to be good at every one of them. And, you know, most people are not except for like Tiger. And clearly Sergio was the worst putter. And so I started thinking, I'm like, hmm, what if I practice putting for one year and I followed around Sergio and I actually putted for him in all his tournaments. <laughs> and then we got ready for the Masters and I got to putt for him in the Masters. Would we bring it home again? <laughs> <laughs> Would we top five it? <laughs> now, listen, if I just went out there right now, like, you know, the the huge crowd and everything and just not knowing the greens. No, 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 that wouldn't work. But if you gave me a year of being able to be in his group and putt for him at these different events and then get ready for the Masters, and I just putted every day that was my job, we might have a shot. Mm. <laughs> well, those of you that haven't played a, a round of golf with Bull and anything seven feet or in, he's just like, well, that's auto. Yeah, it is pretty ah! much auto. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who hasn't been auto, okay, from five feet it in and this might you know change people's perspective on wanting to take this guy and probably you because i'm sure you i know who you're going with yep big jordo that's my guy jordo from five feet in is 150th on tour Mm -hmm. not cutting it yeah i think i think at the valero he missed like nine putts inside six feet for the week did he really yeah, I think he was took up to like 141st putting. I think putting stats on the season. Um, and the season's still pretty young, and that's obviously one of his strong suits. Uh, but like, you know, like someone like Jay Rose when they come home to this place down Magnolia, something gets ignited, and you get a little something special kicking in these guys. I agree that that's there, but don't you think like having putting woes coming into the Masters is not a good thing? No, and it's really odd for him because uh, even when his swing was a little off, that that was kind of something he could lean on. He can just get that hot. I mean, he could work on that, you know, as we speak. Um, I just wouldn't count him out. Would you take him as one of your like top five guys? You know, because what there's that one contest we play, and what is it? You take you get seven guys, and it takes your top five every day. Yeah, right. there, there's one you can do like that, and there's there's one guy that does an A, B, C, D group, and you pick one from each group, mm-hmm. and then put in two wild cards. Um, so I was looking at him. I you know I think if I'm to do one team, I, I'd still probably throw him in there if there's six dudes I'm picking. Really? Mm-hmm. Not me. Not I me. wouldn't take Tiger. No chance. <laughs> no chance. I mean, maybe if they're giving you an F group, right? Um, yeah, no way. Well, who's who's standing out to you? I mean, you you see the top of the odd sheets and the, and the guys that they're saying are coming in smoking hot. You know, someone like a Scotty Scheffler, new world number one. I, you know, something for him that's going to be different is just the, the spotlight and the pressure. And like, hey, Scotty, over here, can we chat with you? Which isn't always the case for someone like him when they come to Augusta. I totally agree. And, in fact, I think he's won three out of his last five tournaments, which is amazing. I saw an interview with him. He goes, yeah, you know, being number one in the world or not, it just really doesn't change much for me. And I go, sure it doesn't, buddy. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you're mentioning, like all these reporters from around the world, Norway is coming up to Big Scotty now going, hey, can we get a few words from you? 
Um, I don't think he's going to do well because of that reason. Like the first time you're number one in the world and you come to the Masters, yeah, no, 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 no. Well, and you know, thanks for saying what you're supposed to. It doesn't mean anything. To you. How come you broke down in tears when you when you won the match play because you <laughs> you realized you were number one? Because <laughs> it's a big accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, you've got wrong. This guy's a small joker. Obviously, his last four Masters. He's been in the top ten every time. I mean, that guy's got to be in your conversation. Yep. He's a popular pick for sure. Uh, hasn't, you know, he lost his world number one ranking here. Hasn't won anything lately, if you want to nitpick on things like that. But he certainly does play well at this course. And then you have uh, someone that's a little off the radar that um, I like is uh, Big Brooks. And Brooks was balling. Um, believe it or not, he missed the cut last year, which is a small clean it up. Maybe he was hurt a little. Well, yeah, I, I heard him. You know, he's they asked him about Tiger, and he's like, "It's great to have him back." You know, I know he's coming off of the accident. Um, it's not always easy to do that because last year did he have I'm, the knee? He had my. He's a guy had my knee scoped or the meniscus, and I only had two weeks to kind of recover. So he came back quick and just he missed the cut. Okay, so yeah, he obviously gets the pass there. Well, the three uh, masters before that, he finished in the top eleven. So I mean, this guy balls, and I don't know why they're not talking about him. It's because he missed the cut. Um, actually, at the WGC match play a couple weeks ago, um, he actually was in the semifinals against DJ. Um, that yeah, no wait, was that against DJ? No, I saw they played so each other. Quarterfinals, yeah, yeah, quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, he ended up playing DJ, and then DJ won, and then DJ lost go to the finals, and and that was actually a great time to bet against DJ because when you have those legit guys, they don't care about the third place. Mm-mm. So DJ got smoked by Connors mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah, but anyway, so Big Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, that's one of my guys this week. <laughs> <laughs> he he definitely is one of the guys that steps up for the the bigger tourneys. You know, he gets more amped up for him. So I wouldn't rule him out. And speaking of DJ, wow! How about this? Well, we know DJ won the Masters when it was a COVID year in November. Soft course, totally different course. 2020. How about that's the last time he won a tourney? Yeah, and that guy was was auto for ten straight years with having a, a win every single season. So the streak's, you know, in jeopardy if he doesn't get one this year. Well, I guess, or unless he didn't have one last year. Yeah, and then, um, you know, some other interesting facts. Like, uh, how about Gary Woodland? Kind of a name that floats around everyone's while. I don't know why, because he won the U.S. Open at Peb. But guy's been in six Masters, and he's only made the cut twice. Yeah, I, he's been trending, playing a little bit better lately. You know, he, he's up there like Saturdays. He's kind of in the top five and then doesn't really fit, close it out well. And I was kind of looking at him, too, just seeing how he's playing of late. And then I noticed he missed three of the last four master cuts. I'm like, well, he doesn't play very well there. <laughs> and then um, someone that does play well, big Fina, Tony. Um, you know, three out of his last four Masters tournaments, he's been in the top ten. I mean, that's Joker material right there. That's balling. Problem is, coming into this, he's played 11 tournaments this year, not a top ten. He's got one top 25. Yeah, he's cooled for sure, because he was a top ten machine there for a couple years mm-hmm. and haven't seen him much. Remember a few years ago, he kind of tweaked his ankle, that... uh Part three, 
they showed him walking down the alley. Oh, alley, yeah. And his now, ankle light came out, and he had to put it back in. And he balled that year. Yeah. No, yeah. They like they kind of slapped it together, Mr. Miyag, and he, he got it going. <laughs> he, he probably played big rugby, you know. <laughs> in Salt Lake City? <laughs> no, where's he originally from? Um, Tongan? Yeah, I don't know. And he grew up in Salt Lake City. His whole life? Yeah, most, most of his youth, yeah. Uh, his dad was kind of like uh, Big Tigers, uh, where no, he put thinking, the mattress in the garage. I'm thinking of that country that um, Tiger's old caddy came from, Stevie. New Zealand? Yeah. Is Enfi now from New Zealand? No. Oh. Well, rugby's huge there. Anyway, okay, nice learning point for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Now, how about, I'm sure some people are going to think about Mr. Garbage himself, Bubba Watson. Mm. Would you ever touch him here? No. No, never have liked him. I know he's, he's got two green jackets, which still blows my mind. No kidding. Me too. But um, how's his form this year? Just absolute garbage. Five tournaments, besties done. Phoenix tied for 14th. Not cutting her. Because he used to reside there for most of the year, so I'm sure he knows that place inside and out. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a guy, though, that if he likes a course like Riviera... You know, he always plays way better there because he's such a crybaby. Like, if he doesn't like the course, he just gives up. Yeah, he has, like, his his three or four courses where he always is pretty solid. Augusta being one of them. You know, Phoenix. um, And there's that one in Connecticut he always does well at, like, the Travelers. And the Riviera. And Riv. He's won a couple times. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're looking for an old-timer that just balls, Bernard Lang. Bernhard is going on your your (laughs) top seven picks. (laughs) He's the oldest in the field this year, 64 years old. Um, last year at 63, he made the cut, tied for 29th. I mean, does that guy ball? He's right? older than Sandy Lyle? Um, I guess. No, or maybe Sandy didn't make. Maybe Sandy's not playing. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, because we've seen enough 88s for the last seven years. <laughs> hey! <laughs> if you want to play till you're 60, you're allowed. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to start looking down the list a little bit lower, like... Uh, how about your boy last year? I'm surprised you haven't brought him up. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'd like to take credit for my, my call. I had Will Zalatoris as my dark horse, and he, he took second. Yeah, he balled last year. I mean, uh, that guy obviously can strike the ball. Yep, that that was the good thing about him is you knew the other pros were saying this guy's a great ball striker. And when those guys start giving compliments like that, you know you should take notice. Mm-hmm. I do have one other dark horse who, this one's even more of a dark horse than him. Oh, this year? Uh Uh-huh. Let's hear it. Uh, His name is Big Seamus Power. Mm. It's his first time coming here. He's a 35-year-old from Ireland. Oh, yeah, he is. But he played his college golf in East Tennessee. Um, He played, he took like fifth at, at the match play. Took 33rd at the players. Um, you know, he won't blow you away with, with his game or like he's like 34th world ranking. So uh, he's, he's my total dark horse. Okay. I like it. (laughs) I like that. He's Irish. That's legit. (laughs) All righty. Let's get a round of applause and pump it up. Today. I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. 
Believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now, trust them with the rest. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Go to Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping with the code BOLT. B-O-L-T. Now you have hydrating body moisturizer, deodorant. That's right, deodorant for the armpits, body wash to lather you up, and two-in-one shampoo conditioner. Woohoo! Let's pump it up. Now back to the show. All right, well, thank you for the dark horse pick there. Uh, how do dark horses do? Well, the last 12 years in a row. You ready for this stats? Pretty powerful. The last 12 years in a row, the winner has been ranked top 30 in the world. Okay? How about that? Did you know anything about that? Top 30 or better? Yep. And I think I should read those names real quickly. Just so you get an idea. Go for it. This is typically where the winner will come from. Here we go. We got Scotty. We got John Ram. We got Colin. We got Victor. We got Patrick Cantley. Cameron Smith. Justin Thomas, DJ, Rory, Xander, Sam Burns, a rookie, by the way. We'll come back to him. Hideke, defending champion, having problems with his neck right now. Billy Horschel, no chance. Ustason, Abraham Answer, Brooks, Jordo, Bryson. Wow, we got to come back to Bryson. Joaquin Newman, Daniel Berger, Tony, Harris English, not playing. Matt Fitzpatrick, Paul Casey, Kevin Kistner, Will, your boy, and number 30, so you're saying he's got a chance, my boy, Kevin Na. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we were going the whole the whole class roll call there. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on, people. Those are the names you should probably pick, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a winner, don't get carried away. It's going to be one of those guys more than likely. Present. Um <laughs> The, I mean, top 30. But I mean, like, Will Zalatoris was in the top 30 last year, and he was right there. Wow. Which is rare. But he didn't win it. No. He didn't win. No. That was the other thing. I was looking at taking Hideki um, because against Bryson. Bryson is got all these injuries. He's playing terribly. Um, let's not forget he thought that this course he could shoot the 67 was par for him. Remember he said that a couple years ago? Uh-huh. Clean it up, Bryson. Best he's ever done when he's healthy is 21st. So anyway, I was going to do Hideck head-to-head, head head, but Hideck's a little banged up right now. So Sam Burns, I said we'd come back to him. Guy's on fire this year. He's won three tournaments. This is his first Masters. The only rookie to win the Masters, 1978. I told you last year. See if you can remember it. Uh, Fuzzy. Fuzzy, yeah, Zeller. Fuzzy Zell. And uh, so Sam Burns has that working against him. But we're just going head-to-head. Minus 135 against Bryson. Love it. Yeah. I saw Bryson kind of chitting at his conference. And someone kind of asked about the injuries and where they stemmed from. And he's like, I'm about 80%. So, I mean, even him when he was feeling great, this didn't set up perfect for him. Twenty Tied for 21st best ever. Yeah, he's just, you know, his wrist and his his side lat or whatever is still kind of bothering him, I think. So I don't think he's going to do much this week either. Nope, nope, nope. He's not. So uh, I've got one more head-to-head battle that we got here. 
He's been off the radar. He hasn't been very, playing very well this year either. But like we said, Tiger hasn't played in 17 months. I've got big Patrick Reed over Tigre. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that one. I mean, t- Tiger's got his hands full, just kind of getting around this place for four days if he makes the cut. So Rose versus Sergio. Uh, Patrick versus Tigre. Sam Burns against Bryson. Those are the three best bets. And uh, I would recommend that it's tough. Don't put too much money on picking the winner before the tournament starts. I mean, that's just really, really tough. What I like to do is after Friday night's round, get a little feel for it and fire away then. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, golf, in terms of trying to pick someone to win a golf tournament, you can't. it's hard to do that. Yeah, big time. Uh, but this one is a tad bit different where the guys that are ranked top 30 in the world, you know, they typically bring her home for this bad boy. Yep, and it's the only major where they go back to the same place every year, so having the course knowledge always helps these guys. But, I mean, one of these years, someone like Will or, you know, this year like the Sam Burns, I mean, I don't think those guys are scared of the veterans, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, the veterans are pretty much gone. I mean, Big Phil's not even here. Speaking of Bryson, like, did you see how Bryson's like, yeah, I re- reached out to Phil and he never never got back in touch with me. You're like, dude. No, what? I didn't catch that. Yeah. Why would you air that? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, keep that to yourself, Big Bryson. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to let the dust settle and not even show here, which you know is killing him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they were just saying, it was like, you know. Is it Phil taking off the time? Is it, you know, the PGA Tour suspending them, you know, not saying anything? Because you know how the tour does that. Yeah, it's a little of both. It was like when DJ a few years ago slipped, supposedly, and tweaked the back the, the two days before. Oh. But he'd also supposedly had a little nitro bashing problem. So. <laughs> well, that was a couple years before that. He did get suspended for the drug. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, well, yeah, we're saying he may be relapsed. I, I don't know how often they check these guys for, or how they police them. But, yeah, they have a, a <laughs> private suspension policy. Yeah, the the media needs to get better with coming up with these stories. Just, you know, not to get too off track here. But, wow, that sure was a convenient timing for Bruce <laughs> Arians to retire. He was catching butterflies with his girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> he just slipped on a moist rock. I mean, come on. So if you had to pick someone to win it, you know, not these head-to-heads, like who 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 do you like though? Uh, I'm gonna go with Brooks. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Big Brooks. I mean, you could easily say Rom. I mean, I think Rom is like you know, I mean, he's proven it with the stats that I read off. But I mean, that guy's pretty much guaranteed top ten. Yeah. But you know, someone that's a little bit off the radar, like I haven't really heard anyone talk about, is Big Brooks. In fact, I, I overheard some guy, not overheard, but I heard this guy saying that, um, like, Brooks didn't even get invited to, like, the interview process. Like, you know. Oh, the press conferences? Yeah, I don't know if it was all of them, but there was, like, one, and he's like, yeah, Brooks' name wasn't on the list. He's like, I'm sure he's got that in his kitchen right now, firing himself up. Because, you know. Interesting. Brooks likes to fire himself up. Like, it's him against the world. That's when he balls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year didn't count because of the, the knee, and then he's got three top 11s the last three years in a row. I mean, this guy's kind of flying under the radar here. Yep. Yeah, someone who runs a little hot um, on the course, but I think he's going to have a good week, is uh, Terrell Hatton. Mm. When he misses, like, the putts and stuff, you'll kind of see him. Just <laughs> He wants to just let the F-bombs out. Yeah. But he's solid. He played well, like, at Arnold's place and stuff. 
And then Cam Smith's obviously hot. I agree. He balls. And he's a good putter. Actually, how about this? I got a stat for you on Cam Smith. Only player ever, okay, there's a lot of badasses that have played in the Masters, to shoot in the 60s all four rounds. Only player ever, Cam Smith. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, just think, Jack and Tigre never even did that. Yeah, so I like Cam Smith and Hatton to do well. Um, and then I think Cantlay's starting to get some more experience around here. I think he's going to do well also. All right, well, I'm with you with Cam, and I like Brooks. And then, you know, people love Morikawa. I don't know so much this year. He, he's been a little off himself, but he's always a popular pick. But I, I don't see it this year. Well, they say that this course is a second-shot golf course, and he's one of the best in the world at the iron. When he's humming, you know, they say he's probably the best iron player. Mm-hmm. So... Should be fun to watch. It shall be. Let's get ready to watch it. All right. Enjoy your Masters. Uh, We had great watching the hoops, too, but uh, this is probably my favorite weekend to watch golf all year by far. So Mm -hmm. have a good time. We will catch you guys soon. I think we'll be back for the playoffs, right? The NBA playoffs? That's right. We'll come back for some NBA playoffs. But follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at BoltBradyPicks. Bolt will throw up some uh, weekend golf matchups on there, too. So if you want some more golf stuff this weekend, follow him there. And we'll keep you guys posted, but we'll be back in um, some NBA playoffs for sure. See ya.